If you've been feeling that there's more to life than just the daily grind or an endless striving for material success, if you know that there is a deeper calling inside of you that you haven't fully stepped into yet, now is the time to step forward on your path. No matter what is happening in life, there is a sacred place within you, a place where you can access the abilities of your soul to heal and transform the energies within and around you. This is the gift of Reiki, and if you resonate with what I'm saying, then it's calling you. Reiki is a gentle but powerful path of healing and transformation. It shows you how to unlock the doors to your inner world and find that sanctuary within that has unlimited access to healing energy for your physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. On June 6th and 7th, we'll show you how to access this tangible healing energy so you can heal yourself and share it with others. Whether you want to balance your chakras and clear your aura of unwanted energies, help your children or family when they're struggling emotionally or physically, balance your emotional and mental states for better well-being, or clear old patterns and past life trauma from your energy. Our in-person Reiki 1 and 2 certification class is a two-day class that will help you do just that. It isn't just an education, it is truly an awakening. Even for those who have never considered the path of energy work before, let this be your sign. Reiki is more than just a practice. It is a journey of heart, reconnecting you with the depths of your own soul and its potential. It's about connecting with yourself in the most profound, meaningful ways possible. So if you're feeling the call, if your heart stirs a little at the thought of embarking on this journey, join us on June 6th and 7th for our Reiki 1 and 2 certification class. Embrace the opportunity to transform, to heal, and connect with the essence of your true self. Spaces are limited so everyone can get personal guidance and support so you can save your spot today and let's embark on this beautiful journey together. Visit our website at sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. That's sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. If you're looking for a furry soulmate or maybe a not so furry soulmate, then you can actually work with your spirit guides to help make sure you're finding the perfect soul match for you. Today, we're going to talk about how you can connect with your spirit guides to find the right companion for you. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, kindred spirits. Welcome to Modern Life and Spirit Podcast. It's me, Christina Wooten, certified psychic medium at SedonaMedium.com and Robert Wooten. Hello. I'm looking forward to talking about animals today because they play such a really special, meaningful role in our human lives. And I really think that we have little soulmates in our animals, too. There's special contracts that we have with animals on the other side, not just the people that we're going to marry, not just the people we're going to have big lessons with and the children that are going to be an important part of our lives. But we also have animals that we can contract with that have great significance to us and hold just a very special role. As a medium, I've talked to a lot of people who have lost animals, and sometimes the loss of that animal has been even more devastating than other losses. 
I've had people who are, you know, their grandparent wants to come through and share something and they're like, yeah, yeah, okay. But can we talk about, (laughs) can I I perhaps hear from, you know, my puppy dog buddy? Like, I really, really miss him. (laughs) And so I think that just really speaks to how truly loved and the beauty of unconditional love that we can experience through animals in a, in their relationship in a way that, you know, is maybe more complex and complicated with people. I like the idea of the furry soulmate. <laughs> That's cute. So I wanted to reach out for those who may be considering bringing an animal into your life and how you can work with spirit to make sure that you're bringing in the right energy, the right alignment for you. Because if you do bring in an animal that is chaotic or representing a totally different energy for you, that can be such a challenge. (laughs) It can be really like take a lot of energy versus feeling like you're creating part of this harmonious environment. So I want to share with you my story of how you can work with those on the other side with a spirit specialist in order to help match you to the right animal for you. And I'm also going to share with you how I was really guided and supported in that process. And then I ended up completely ignoring it, (laughs) Uh, which I don't recommend. I don't suggest it, but I'm going to share with you all of that and how Lily came into our lives. I know you want to talk about the incidents with choosing Lily, the dog, but I think we also will have to touch into how the cat we have now chose us, but I believe was a direct manifestation of you wanting to have a cat. No, no, no. That's not what happened. (laughs) It's not what happened. So I previously had two cats, Malcolm and Tigress, who I raised since they were teeny, teeny, tiny babies. They had been through everything with me. They were pretty old when they passed, but in you know relatively good health. And so when they both crossed over, it was absolutely devastating for well, me. Well, you had them almost 20 years. Yeah. So that makes sense. <laughs> it it was devastating. When I lost them, it was really, really a tough loss. I mean, I really had such a deep soul level connection and closeness, especially with Malcolm. We just were little peas in a pod. And so it was so devastating when he crossed over, even though I knew that he was okay, he was fine. I was seeing him pop in in spirit, but it was really hard. And so what happened a few years after he crossed over, of course, I missed having a cat, but I also have had in that time period, so many new responsibilities that came into my life. My work got a little bit more complicated as I started expanding into new areas and, you know, doing more things. It just required more of me. My children are moving into ages where I'm just trying to absorb and take in every moment. So what happened was I started seeing around the house, not Malcolm and not Tigress coming to visit, but another cat like in spirit. So I would just be walking around and then I would look down and I would see this wisp of a cat. What is going on? This isn't any of my cats. Where is this cat coming from? Well, we at first thought it was maybe a cat that uh, that lived here in the home at one point. Yeah, that maybe that had been. But I didn't feel like that was, you know, when I checked in mm-hmm. on it. And what I kept getting was the feeling and because this happened for over a few months, it just started consistently, this cat started popping in. And I said to Robert, I said, I think that this is Spirit's way of saying that they want me to go get another cat. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to go get another cat because I have too much going on. I don't have time for, you know, to add more caretaking into my life right now. I just can't do it. So one particular day after this had been going on and I'm getting cat spirit bombed constantly, 
I, in a moment of total sass to my guides, was like, I am not going to go get another cat. So if you want me to have a cat, you are going to have to bring me a cat. Ha 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 ha. The next day. It always does good to me to taunt spirit, doesn't it? <laughs> it wasn't smart, right? It wasn't smart. So the next day, Luna shows up on our porch, skinny and scrawny as can be, and never left. She just never left. She just suddenly like took to us, was following us around constantly. Like we would go on walks and she's following behind us on mm-hmm. walks. I mean, it was absolute like great. And I just had to laugh, go, okay, I surrender. I get it. And what's been beautiful about it is even though I really wasn't open to having another cat and like consciously I couldn't imagine adding one more thing, right? It's been such a healing process. I've really loved having a cat again. I've loved, she just snuggles with me and it really just brings so much love and pleasure into my life in a way that I did not expect and didn't anticipate. So I'm really glad that spirit kind of forced my hand and also that they just knew you know, I really seriously was not going to the pet store to get another cat. It just wasn't. So they had to arrange things otherwise. And they did an amazing job. What's interesting is that she embodies personality traits of both Malcolm and Tigress. Mm-hmm. in this, she is very loving and affectionate, mostly to you, uh, just like <laughs> Malcolm was, and a lap cat and will sit on you and lay on you at night. Snuggle bug. Snuggle. And she's very soft like Malcolm was. And she's also got this little bit of feral feistiness like mm-hmm. Tigress had. Mm-hmm. So I think that she's a good combination as a single cat to fill that void for both of those cats kind of simultaneously because she kind of embodies both of them. She's fun. I, I love her personality. It's absolutely unique to her. And I appreciate that she encourages me to slow down and get the snuggles. So she she adopted us, but I think with Spirit's help. Yeah, I agree. All right, so let's get to the heart of the episode. So that was kind of spirit bringing me and Luna together, which I'm glad that they did. But let's talk about Lily, because Lily's a little conundrum. (laughs) Lily is our dog. And I'm going to share with you the process of how you can work with spirit specialists in order to connect with the right animal for you. Spirit specialists are a type of spirit guide that has a specialty in one area. And they're not assigned to you specifically. They're just able to kind of pop in, help you out in one area that you might need extra help in, and then they pop out as soon as they're no longer needed. So they're just kind of sprinkling knowledge, help, love everywhere they go, and then they pop back out. They don't belong to any one singular person. So it's very different than, say, a primary guide. But you can have specialist guides for a variety of things, things like business and marketing and entrepreneurship. You can have them for relationships. So if you're looking for love, if you are maybe having a difficult time in your relationship, you can get a specialist that can help with that. There's so many different ways that specialists can show up. But there's also specialists who work specifically with animals and work with animal placements, helping people and animals find each other that can benefit one another. Spirit Adoption Agency for Pets. It's like matchmaking. It's <laughs> it's animal spirit matchmaking is what it really is. And really, these, the goal of those guides would be to find the right match so that that animal is helping to expand your expression of love. You are helping it to express its highest and best self. And that's the perfect match made in heaven. So what I did when I was looking for Lily 
I had just had this very strong sensation. In fact, I didn't particularly like dogs as a young person. I just didn't. I was bit by a dog on my arm and had a scar for a very long time. Just did not have a good experience with dogs. They made me nervous. I thought they smelled (laughs) a bit. It was a stressful experience. But I went through some sort of a healing process and I suddenly started feeling very, very drawn to dogs. And I really felt like I needed a dog around. And it just felt like the right time to fully connect and fully heal. So I reached out to my spirit guides and I said, you know what, I'm going to write down what I really want in a dog, what is really important to me. So some of the things that I wrote down was that they were really snuggly, that it was a very calm dog, that it was not particularly anxious, that it was really just very sweet, a very peaceful temperament. These, these were the kind of the highlights, like very chill dog is really what I was looking for. I wanted something a little bit bigger, but not too big, but big enough to be like, that's a dog. So I wrote these things down and I was meditating, connecting with my guides, letting them know that this this is really truly what I was looking for. So over the course of several days, I started visiting different shelters. And in in line with this is my intention, I'm welcoming this personality, this dog into my life. So I would go through and I found that it was so easy with that clarity to identify which animal really wasn't wasn't what I was looking for. It just wasn't the right energy. And so with that clarity, I could go, Mm-mm, nope, this isn't it, this isn't it, this isn't it. So I went to several different shelters. And here's what happened, because we can have the best of intents, right? <laughs> and I met Anna, who is now Lily, at one of the shelters. And she was probably the most anxious dog I've ever met. She was so full-blown ADHD. She was all over the place in the room when we went to meet everything. And she was very, very food motivated, but super all over the place. But it manifested more as a playfulness, which was fun. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) It, It was very, it was intense. And when I checked back in, I could feel this is definitely not the dog that meets the requirements, the requests that I had. So I knew I was being guided. If you want this, this is definitely not this. So I left the shelter that day with that knowing going, you know what, I really did want to manifest this, you know, perfect fit for our family. I think this is what perfect fit's supposed to look like for me. So I went home. I could not get Anna out of my head. I just couldn't. I would start dreaming about her and, you know, seeing her visit me in my dreams. And I realized this is the dog for me. This is the one. And she perfectly fits into our family. She's a handful. She's full-blown special. <laughs> the kids took to her right away also. And yeah. She was so much fun. She liked to blow it around and play. and High energy, you know, and very, very loving struggle sometimes to communicate that she's got this big deep bark but her bark is really going hey hey how are you it's so nice to meet you so what I ended up doing is once I realized I was comparing every animal that I was meeting and I knew inside that it was not matching the description that I had and I was talking to the guides about this they were like well you can do this and this would work out okay 
but for you just to know this is not what you asked for. So I went into it with open eyes, but there was something within her that represented something deeper for us to to connect with for our family. And I've loved helping her in her healing process, helping her to learn how to get more comfortable with her separation anxiety, learning how to, you know, create joy and fun for her that isn't stressful. She's been a really fun dog. She has not been the dog that met any of the description that I provided. And I knew that going into it. So here is the takeaway. If you work with certain animal placement specialists on the other side, you can truly refine the dog and animal that's going to fit very well for your lifestyle. But also keep in mind with an open heart that sometimes there's something that doesn't quite fit the mold that you're trying to create, but there's something also that's beautiful there as well. But if you write it down, if you create a description, if you ask for a specialist to help you with this placement, then I promise you that you'll get that clear guidance about this is the direction to go in or this is not the direction to go in, even if you choose to go and do a full 180. Well, you're giving yourself a hard time, I think, and I don't think you should because what you listened to was your heart and your intuition was telling you one thing and your guides were telling you something that if you wanted to have all these boxes checked and if you mm-hmm. wanted to have this specific animal you know, be there, then that was going to be fine. It would eventually probably have shown up. But what you found in Lily was something that spoke more to your heart and her heart and what she needed and what mm-hmm. you needed were not necessarily inside your box. So you would have <laughs> these things from your mind that were fitting into your box, not the things that were in your heart. You didn't have any of that in your box. So I think that's what happened is that your heart overrode that and your heart needs overrode that. Mm -hmm. And that is really true. That's where, you know, freedom comes in and the ability to express in different ways comes in. I think that, you know, being a healer at heart, I recognized something that needed healing and that I could provide a safe space for and gosh darn it, I couldn't, (laughs) I just couldn't go the easy route, could I? Well, especially when they told us that they had rescued her from down near Phoenix, like as a stray running around near one of the reservations, and it was not a good situation where she was, and that she was sort of just out in the wild, and that's where they found her. And so that, you know, she needed some healing clearly from that. There's been some speculation from the vets and from us that she may have been a bait dog because of some scarring that she has. But she's she's really turned into a very sweet family dog with a lot of work and a lot of modification and a lot of training. And I am glad that we made this decision that we did. I think you'll know quite early on in your pet relationship if it's going to be truly the wrong pet. You know, if you bring a pet into your house and it bites your child or it is terrorizing your other animals or it's tearing up your furniture and it can't be contained and you can't keep it under control inside your living environment or however you're you're working it into your life, then you're going to know pretty quickly that it's the wrong animal for you. What I thought was kind of fun about Lily is that um, so we put her through dog training. It was pretty clear that she really needed a little bit of rehabilitation in certain areas. She's also part Sharpay, so she can slip out of a collar. So we had to get a special prong collar so that she, you know, couldn't just run away constantly. (laughs) So that's been really interesting. And um, so we worked with her with a dog trainer. 
And the dog trainer would also talk about that she would get uh, astral visits and dreams with Lily, where Lily just popped in and would come to visit every now and then. Mm -hmm. So I think she's uh, a little spiritually enlightened puppy who needed a little extra healing. And I'm glad she got to come in our life, even though I felt initially like, boy, I have definitely bitten off more than I can chew. (laughs) But it has worked out really, really well. So just remember that there are animal placement specialists that you can connect with them and also stay open to what else might want to come through for you as well. Because like Robert said, you can have a list from your head, but if it doesn't represent a greater growth for you or if it's just not hitting those right notes, you might want to reevaluate if that truly is the right direction for you in this time. One last tip I would give you for those who might be asking for help in this area from the spirit world is to, you know, wait once you set your intention, once you've gotten your clarification about what it is that you're hoping for, you're looking for, you know, give yourself a day or two before you jump straight out and start going to, you know, rescues or going to places where you're looking because you want spirit to be able to have a little bit of an opportunity to understand your energy, understand what's needed. And also understand what's available so that you can be guided properly. If you put that intention out there and then you just jump right away, you may also miss some other opportunities. So give your guides a little bit of time to work their special magic. Maybe give them a day or two after you've set those intentions before you move forward. I hope that you are blessed with a loving animal in your life that you have the opportunity to feel the warmth of their love, however that shows up for you. And if you get a new animal after this, after listening to this, send us a picture. We'd love to see them. Send it to Instagram or on Facebook at Sedona Medium. I'd love to see your fur babies. Have a great week. Many blessings. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. Information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com.